Colonus was a planet conquered by lizardmen who changed the name to Vesk-6. How did the species who lived on the planet feel about their lizard overlords? And what does society look like now that they are in control? Today we're going to talk about Vesk-6. Hello everyone, welcome to the Maple Table, my name's Nathaniel. This is a channel where we discuss lore around some of your favorite role-playing games such as Starfinder, Werewolf the Apocalypse. If that's something you're interested in, I would love to have you join me at the table. Vesk 6 if you're talking with a Vesk, or Pulanis if you're talking about this planet with a Patra, they will have different names for it of course, is the sixth planet in the Vescarium solar system. Being so far away from the sun, you would think that this would be a cold planet, but it is not. It is actually a jungle world. Vesk 6 is also covered in a magnetic field which disrupts all technology that comes onto the planet. It makes it so that in most cases it does not work or at least is on the verge of constantly breaking and, and stopping. Computers and electromagnetic fields, who knew? For the day cycle on this planet, one day is 54 packed standard hours, and the packed standard hour is our usual measurement of time. And one year on this planet, one revolution around the sun, is 20 packed standard years. Vesk 6 is actually a relatively small planet when you compare it to others in the Vescarium solar system. But it does have high temperatures uniformly across the entire planet. And most of the landmass on this planet is in the form of a supercontinent. The entire planet is covered in lush, fertile jungle, and these plants can get enormous. Same with the trees. The only exception to this would be the place that is referred to by the Patras as the Holy Lands. Now, the Holy Lands is a scar that happened on the planet. The jungle is destroyed, and the planet has never healed from this war, and I'll talk about that war in a minute. Because this planet has lower gravity, the plants and the trees can actually grow to the size of mountains on other planets. And Vesk-6's mountains are even taller than that of other mountain ranges found on other planets. The ocean on this planet is also a super ocean, but cartographers do tend to split this up into three bodies of water just so that it's easier to know where you are on the planet. The Ketamere Ocean is one of these divisions. It is actually a relatively calm body of water due to its distance from the shore. In contrast, the Tereltos Sea and the Tideflight Ocean are prone to extreme tides, tides that can go several miles inland due to the two moons that orbit the planet. The Vesk will call them Vesk 6.1 and 6.2. The Patras have more beautiful names for these orbital celestial bodies, they will call them Hinarin and Yolaku. Vesk 6 is covered in a magnetosphere. This is what allows the planet to keep its atmosphere inside, and it allows the planet to stay in its jungle lush-like state. The problem with this is that it also creates these magnetic storms, and when this happens, it just renders technology useless, at least anything that has any electronics in it, which is a lot when you're dealing in the future of Starfinder. It's believed that the planet's core was altered at some point in prehistory. This would explain why the planet is a jungle planet when it's so far away from the heat source, from the sun. But there's been no proof of ruins or signs of life that intelligent species altered the planet in any way. 
Now, as for races that inhabit the planet, the Patra were the dominant species on Vesk 6, or Pulanus as they would call it, until Vesk invasion. Technically, even though this planet has been conquered by the Vescarium, the Vesk really have a hands-off approach when it comes to this planet. It's mostly still run by the Patrons and their nation-states. Because of the low gravity on this planet, not only is the fauna or the plant life extremely large, so is the animal species that inhabit them. The, the jungle life is it, it's terrifying. And the Patrons, although they are the most dominant species on the planet, they are in fact one of the smallest. The Vesk and the Patrons do work together when it comes to protecting the cities and civilization as it lives on Vesk 6. This becomes especially dangerous when the plants have a surge. The spores from plants come out, bugs that are huge, they just start spawning. Extreme population events are known to happen with the plants and the insects in the area. And the problems with this are compounded when there is the electromagnetic surge which knocks out technology. It makes it a little difficult to protect things when your guns don't work. As a result, much of Vesk 6 remains untouched and uncolonized. Even though the Vesk and the Patrons, they really don't see eye to eye on their planet's occupation. One thing that they can agree on is that there is a species called the Hemothoas. This is a small ooze-like creature that inhabits the body and it sort of eats your organs from the inside out. But it's not quite a symbiotic relationship. When the ooze eats your organs or eats your insides, the ooze sort of replaces the inside pieces that it ate and it can live off of its host, but it can just leave the body that it's inhabiting at any time it wants. Which is really bad news for someone who has been infected with this because they need that ooze to keep doing its bodily functions for whatever it's destroyed on the inside. Now while the Hemothoas are intelligent, no one seems to know exactly what their motives are or what they're after. But they do seem to be more aggressive to Vesk than they are to Patrons. Due to the dangerous nature of this planet, most Vesk view Vesk 6 as inhospitable and quite frankly dangerous. So that means you will only ever find two types of Vesk on this planet. The first being ones who are survivalists. They want to improve their skills to show how great they are at being in the wilderness or just be better at being in the wilderness. They view this as an exciting place to live because you're always so close to death. The other type of Vesk who you will see on this planet is one who has been sent there as punishment and they really don't want to be there. So let's talk briefly about the society on Vesk 6 or Pulanis and some notable points of interest. The Vescarium maintains a single large outpost on Vesk 6, and they call it Command 6. You will notice that the Vesk are nothing if but utilitarian in their naming conventions. Command 6 is known as the planetary capital. Command 6 is currently under the leadership of a rather liberal Vesk by the name of Cavradaz. While the Vesk technically rule the entire planet of Vesk 6, they really only have control over Command 6. So what they do instead is they form treaties, they form pacts with the other Patron Nation states. They then form a council of various Vesk appointees and Patron appointees 
and they will negotiate and work with the various city-states to get some form of cohesion. The Patra are probably one of the only races who have this much autonomy under the Vescarium Empire. Even with all this autonomy and kind of a relatively hands-off approach from the Vesk, there are still Patras who really do not like the occupation of their planet. And there are groups who seek to reclaim Pulanis and restore Vesk 6 or Pulanis back to its former glory. Not all of the Patras feel this way. I would say that the occupational descent, there's not really that many of them. Enough that they're extremely vocal. But most of the nation states are actually working with the Vescarium to try to gain favor. They will do various tasks, agree to weird demands to try to gain some sort of favor or approval from the Vescarium, and also to distinguish themselves from other nation states who are trying to do basically the same thing. Patras really enjoy their individuality. One other thing that the Patra are known for is their music and their ferocity for battle. They tend to use music to inspire, to get themselves ready for battle, and even in battle itself. It should be noted that a Patra is almost incapable of singing off-key. So let's talk a little bit about some of the interesting places that there are on this planet, and this is by no means an exhaustive list. The most obvious place to start would be Command 6. Noted as the planetary capital, this is also a Vesk military base, because what isn't? This particular city, the Vesk actually do enjoy staying in. It offers many of the luxuries that they're used to from home, and one simple thing that most people would take for granted. They have altered the gravity of the city to match that of Vesk Prime. Due to the extremely heavy magnetic shielding that goes around the city, landing a starship here is just not possible. They do this through a different location called the Starlands, and this is basically an elevator, a space elevator. There's a platform that's kind of above the electromagnetics of the planet, that's where people can land, and you go down the elevator, and it will take you pretty close to Command 6. Cavadraz, who is the High Despot who rules Command 6, he is known in the Vescarium as a little bit more open-minded, a little more liberal, as I mentioned earlier. He has a tendency to favor the Patra recruits, and he's actually had some great success with pairing Vesk and Patra together. Whenever he creates a unit, there is always at least one Vesk and one Patra put together, and they have to learn to work together. On the planet, this has actually had a lot of success in repairing relations and building relations between both Vesk and the Patrons. This has not earned Cavadraws any favor in the Vescarium. Outside of Vesk 6, this practice is not really used and it's looked down upon, actually, which has caused Cavadraws some extreme frustration. Another place that you might find interesting is known as the Drill Point. This is literally, as the name suggests, a place in the planet where they are drilling to get to the center. As I mentioned, there was evidence that the planet core has been tampered with or altered in some way. And the Vesk want to figure out why, how, and if there's any technology that they can harness and gain some sort of military advantage. While this is a massive, massive operation trying to drill to the center of the planet, this has been extremely difficult and slow from the Vesk. 
The magnetic storms make this very difficult, and the further they get into the planet, the more magnetic anomalies they end up encountering. It's actually reached a point that anything that they bring inside, machinery, technology, whatever, if it goes down past this point, if they try to bring it back up and out, it will break 100% of the time. The Shriek is another interesting place that can be found on Vesk 6. Its origins go back to the Vesk occupation of the planet. What happened was there was a Vesk ship flying in low orbit, and what ended up happening was a magnetic storm blew up all the munitions that was inside the ship and it came crashing down to the planet. The explosion killed the entire crew of this ship, but it didn't blow up everything that was inside that ship. Both the Vesk and the Patra would like to write this area off and never go there again, as it's basically become a minefield. Much of the munitions that was inside that Vesk destroyer did not explode. Now this wouldn't be a problem in and of itself, except for the fact that whenever there is a magnetic storm, this graveyard, this ship graveyard of bombs and explosives, is moving closer towards Command 6. Not to mention that if you go in there with a partially shielded communications unit, you can actually hear voices from the dead who are calling out to send reports or otherworldly messages to their superiors. The last place I want to talk about is called the Proving Grounds. This is an area that is revered by the Patra. It's not quite as holy as the Holy Lands, but it is very much respected, and it is also very dangerous, even by the standards of Vesk 6. This place is used as a coming-of-age proving grounds. That's where it gets the name from. When Patras turn 15, they are expected to participate in a ritual in where they go to the proving grounds. They are then sent into the wilderness, expected to survive, and compete in battles against the wildlife that's there. Each Patra nation state is able to send up to 12 entrants to this ritual, and these spots are very highly coveted by the Patra. Some Patras have expressed concern that the Vesk might try to insert themselves into this ritual, as this is also something that they very much enjoy, but up until now, they really haven't. What the Proving Grounds has done is drawn the interest of a group who you wouldn't think about. Zoe, the undead entertainer who hosts a television show that is broadcast throughout all of Eox, the undead planet. This is in the Pact Worlds. He is offering ridiculous amounts of money every year, and it goes and, and he keeps offering them more because they keep saying no. But he wants to be able to record this and broadcast it on his network. So what are my thoughts and how would I use Vesk 6 in some adventures? It would actually be rather easy to insert any kind of adventure on this planet. With it being so forested and there isn't really that much that's known about the planet, it really is your playground to do whatever you want with. Hidden civilizations that have just been unearthed, ruins that have been covered over by the plants, or something that's excavated at the drill site. If you wanted to do something completely ridiculous, you could actually incorporate the undead, the Eoxians, in trying to go get Zoe his television broadcast rights. If you wanted something more of the zombie flavor, then you can definitely start incorporating some adventures in the Shriek. Not to mention you could also incorporate the Hemothoas, as they are just 
slimy creatures that inhabit host bodies. So you could do something with them for sure. If you're wanting to run something more on the Vescarium flavor, then have a group sent from Vesk Prime or some other place where the Vesk have influence and get them sent to Vesk 6 to placate the Patra nation states. They could be warring or upset with each other. Maybe they're trying to get a big deal done. So if you want some political intrigue, there's an angle that you could use as well. Or just straight up go with a Starship Trooper scenario where you have to protect a city, a settlement, from being overrun by the plants or the bugs or something wildlife that comes out of that horrific place. If you didn't know this already, I really do like Vesk 6. The Padras are probably my favorite race in this game, although while I did talk about the Raxalites, they are probably a close second. I really think that there is quite a bit to work with here. Not only is there enough to get you going, get, get the creative juices going for whatever story you may want to tell, there's just enough to give you some guidance or some direction, but not enough that you really do need to make up your own as you go. Tell the story that you want to tell. I think that this planet history and this lore, for me, it's found the perfect mix of just enough. Now take it and run with it. If you found some value out of the video today, then please give it a thumbs up. That lets me know that you enjoyed it and to do more of this style of video for you. And thank you to all of my supporters over on Patreon. If you would like to support the channel and have your name added to the list, please consider supporting me on Patreon. My name's Nathaniel. You've been watching The Maple Table. Thanks for stopping by, everyone.